Whole squad posting looking like we on leave it. All drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 106 of Survival of Fitted. I am Joe Williams. That is Ian Pierno. We are the co-hosts. This is the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Ian, how are you doing today, my guy? Man, I'm big chilling. There it's we go. A, it's a beautiful 70 degrees in Los Angeles, San California. San Diego. My bad. That's, that's I forgot. Sunny Inside city Pacho. of San Diego. I live in San Diego. Um, I'm dressed in a t-shirt because it's warm out, which is the mm-hmm. opposite of what Terry Rozier wore to his post-game press conference. You see that? Terry Rozier was masked up. Masked and up on a weekday night. I'm glad that, because I kind of thought balaclavas were just like a workaround for guys that didn't want to wear a mask during COVID. It was like, oh, I can wear a balaclava, look cool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I'm glad of all the horrible things that COVID has done to the NBA, to the planet, et cetera, et cetera. I'm very glad that it did usher in the era of balaclavas are still here. Yeah, I hear you on that. So, I think I, per- I own a balaclava. I don't wear it, do? unfortunately. Yeah, um, I got it as a gift. Yeah. And so we've seen a bunch of guys wear balaclavas like in the tunnel, right? You know, they get out their car, they slip it on, they wear it for 20 seconds, they take it off in the locker room. It's a look, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Terry pulled up to the post-game presser. I'm pretty sure he was wearing like a RAF jacket. I'm not exactly sure. I, I got to jog my memory a little bit. But he's wearing, he's like layered up. And he has yeah. like this sick balaclava with sunglasses on. And that's the first time I've ever seen someone like show up to the game like that, play 48 minutes of basketball, go back to the locker room, shower, get dressed. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm putting the balaclava back on mm-hmm. and show up and like talk to media with it on. So he's wearing the balaclava and sunglasses. For all we know, it might not have even have been Terry Rozier underneath there. Honestly, I was thinking about that too. A balaclava is a insane way of escaping the publicity that comes with being a professional basketball player. And balaclava plus sunglasses? Incognito mode. It kind of reminds me of the whole Kanye West moment where he like tricked the paparazzi when he hopped out the, with, the, with the mask on. Yeah. This is that. Bro, imagine, imagine you pull up to the game and you play horrible. You have questions to answer. People yeah. are going to be at your neck. And instead... Uh-huh. You give the dude who's the same height a balaclava and you go and let him handle that and you go off to the Bahamas or you do whatever you do after the game. That's a, that's a great escape plan. That's it's a, a stunt great double. escape. That's Except a stunt, that instead of doing backflips and exploding shit, your stunt double just answers questions, questions. from Scott Fowler, Charlotte Observer. Yeah, that would be twisted in the media. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's a great, great escape. Planning a great yeah. escape. Anyway, that was the that was the best NBA balaclava outfit ever, um, based on because it just looked really cool, and then also be in the context that he didn't just wear it for the pick. Because that's the whole thing, right? All these guys wear outfits for Terrell Rozier about that life. Terrell Rozier is about that fashion life. He, he right, he's, pulling he's up like about that's a target. it. He's it about wasn't it. just for the fit pick; it was for functionality. It was for real life. That was his outfit for the day. It wasn't he, his outfit for the tunnel. Give me functionality or give me death. And right. Terry Rozier quite literally took, yeah, I'm rocking Like if with Terry it. Rozier went out for dinner after that, he probably would have kept that same outfit on. And I applaud him for keeping the same energy. Yeah. Honestly, I really do. This Facts. is what playing for the Charlotte Hornets does to the human body. I've seen somebody say that on Twitter and I always wanted to say that on here. That's funny. 
One of my friends, uh, my buddy Miles, said that like if the Charlotte Hornets were a college basketball team, they would be charged with lack of institutional control. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, for real though, we've seen Gordon Hayward's hair. We've seen it. It's real. Oh my god! This I feel like we just thing. need like a weekly Charlotte Hornet segment on this podcast. What is going on in that locker room? Because it's man? it's you and I's favorite basketball team technically at this point. It's definitely the most talked about. Who's their head coach here? I'm I'm gonna try to figure that out. Oh, Borrego. No, they fired the guy, then they hired their old... Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford. I think I know... Oh, no. Yeah, this guy has absolutely no... Yeah, come on now. This looks like the type of dude you'd walk all over in the locker room. Oh, you're just looking at... You know what this is? I'm looking at at him right now. Just based off his face. He's the type of coach where he's just going to be screaming... And the players just seem like secretly recording him screaming in the locker room and like posting it quickly onto their Snapchat story or something like that. They have some guys on the team that do that. Yeah, this come on, dog. I was about this to be is, like, yo, these are grown men. They don't have Snapchat. And I was like, ah, this LaMelo ball definitely has yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, these aren't really. Yeah, come on, dog. He looks like a substitute teacher. He's definitely getting walked all over in that locker room. D'Angelo Russell looks like a substitute teacher and you don't make fun of him. His face looks like a substitute teacher. <laughs> but um, yeah, come on, dog. What's what's going on in Charlotte? Yeah. Something's no in the way. water. Ain't no way. Yeah, but shout out Terry. You know what? Yeah. Because people make fun in basketball fashion because they like it. There's no functionality. They wear it for 15 seconds. Terry's about it. Respect. Um, speed of making fun of shit. Um, some people... You saw the video of the Antetokounmpo brothers before the season opener? I did see this video. Sad video. So, I did see it. Yeah. I so before the game... Um, Giannis was like a little stuffy, had like a little stuff in his nose. For sure. And Thanasis, friend of the pod, friend of both of ours, um, nicest dude in the NBA. He mm-hmm. just like quickly like cleared it out real quick. Yeah. Like nothing as nasty, one does. nothing gooky. You know what I mean? Just like. Uh, the one, two, know. a little quick. Yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah. Just a little one, yeah. two, scrape, scrape. You know what I mean? Scrape, scrape. And people went insane with that. And anyway, the whole point of this is say, it's like, that's some brother shit. And Joe, you and I are not brothers by blood. But if you were about to be on camera for something on big. On camera. Like, yeah. Let's say you are about to be on camera interviewing Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade. I had something big, in my nose. Big moment for you. No questions asked. And you're like, yo, I can't see it. We, I don't have time to go to a mirror. I'd yeah. be like, my, my brother... Like, you know, I'm not picking like... My brother in Christ, here we go with the index finger. I'm like, I I don't know. I think I'm more of like a pinky guy. I would just... Oh, never mind. I'm I'm sorry. Scoop. You know what I mean? Like That's like cocaine dealer, pinky, long fingernail vibe. You know? Are you supposed to smell it first? You like make sure... I'm not smelling it. Put it on your tongue. No, but I'm no, yeah, it's just like a little. Sco- I see what you're saying. That that's not what I was going for, but I see what okay, you're saying. Okay, for sure. But so I just I'm gonna switch vibes. it into uh, ring finger. That ring finger. Ring finger. It is ring finger. I would give you a little one two, scrape scrape. Because yeah, you know yeah. what's you know what's going to go less viral than me picking your nose. Well, what have gotten more viral? Me having you interviewing Carmelo Anthony with boogers <laughs> falling out of your face. That'd have been pretty rough. That would have been pretty rough. And I'm glad would that you, you do it hypothetically me? cleared up that situation. Would you Find out next me? episode if I will do the same for Ian. Find no, no, out no, no, next no, no, no. episode. Moment, moment of truth, would you? Would I pick your nose for you? Well, um, it's just a little one-two scrape scrape. One-two scrape scrape. You know what? Like, it's just like, not. I, I, I realize how this sounds, but just like a little, a little work around the rim. You know work what I mean? Work around the rim. Mm, mother of- not like digging in there. 
Uh, with a napkin. With a napkin. Na- it's hard times, brother. This is this is we're in a pandemic. All right. There's monkey pox and all different sorts of jazz and jimbos and Whew, that's a tough question. Uh, I would do it with a napkin though. I don't know if I do. I don't know. But say there's no that's, napkin. Like this okay. is it. Like right. we're about to play in the season opener. I would do opener. it with my sleeve. I'd do it. I'd like grab my sleeve and I'd I'd, I'd work around it. Why do you want my finger fingerprint to make contact with your nostrils? I don't want your, your so finger bad. in my I nose. Like I'm not answering the I'm question the way that you'd want okay, it to be. Okay, you're cheating though. You're cheating because you're adding. Would you do it or not? Would you do what? Am I wearing a short sleeve shirt? Would, no, if, yeah, if, would you do what T would same context? Would you do what TA did for Giannis right before you and I interviewed Dwayne Waiting, Carmelo Anthony, which is the biggest moment of this pod? I would I would do it. I would do it. My and that's a lie. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, would, I don't know if I'd do it. I don't know if I would do it. It's oh one of those God. things I can't answer hypothetically. It's like it's like a flight, it's like a it's like a read and react type of moment. Dude, dog. I've I feel it's like tough. I've been like broken up with. I'm heartbroken. It's a tough. I'm it's heartbroken. Tough. I don't know, bro. It's tough, bro. You're not that's, wait. It's hey, ooh. Eric in my Eric, the squatter ooh. in my living room. Yeah. If I was about to go on national TV and I had boogers in my nose and I couldn't get them, would you scrape it out real quick? Not on camera, but you don't know if it's on camera or not. You're assuming Ian's it's on camera, his, but it could be Ian's on asking camera. This person who lives in his living room, if he would do the same thing, maybe. No, it's yes Just, or no. Oh, he's struggling. Yes, Eric would. Well, Eric's a liar. The homeless Who's, person he in be my trusted? living room. <laughs> he said a homeless person in my living room. That is rough. Yeah, that is absolutely rough. Um, I can move I on know. now because now I know it's that tough. someone loves me, unlike you, Joe. All right, let's keep it <laughs> pumping. Uh, I noticed something. Um, ru- and I Loki didn't realize it until I realized it, and it's dates dated back to last season, like the latter quarter of last season, whatever. Russell Westbrook only wears Honor the Gift now. Like every single game, he's wearing something from Honor the Gift, his brand. Um, I didn't even notice f- that until you mentioned he, it. To be honest, neither did I. And do you want to know why we didn't notice? Why is that? I feel like most players, about this. most players you would notice. Like if uh, D'Angelo Russell started wearing something Carhartt every single game, we would notice after like three games, right? Yeah, 100%. Because it would be kind of different from what he's doing now. But the thing is, is Russell Westbrook has been wearing Honor the Gift every single game and we didn't notice because the quality of his outfits and his looks didn't go down at all. Yeah. Also, this kind of speaks to like honor the gift and how they make like versatile clothing because it's not like yeah. bros pulling up with a t-shirt every game. Like they're really doing like different cut and sew type designs and everything. So yeah, like knitwear polos, things yeah. like that. Cool hats. Um, yeah. And this is like swear to God, like no no spawn con. They are not paying us to say this, but like I was like, damn, that kind of made me fuck with it as a brand because if you can wear it for thirty straight games. And like not one of them is a grout fit. Like everything mm-hmm. is like, you know, a fire fucking Russell Westbrook, like a fire league fits first team worthy outfit. Yeah. And like the pieces are like 60 bucks. Like, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's something I just realized. And I was like, damn, Russell's about it. Cause he's not the first NBA guy to start a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. Tons of NBA guys have started clothing brands. And I'm sure you've seen some of them, Joe and I have, Except for most, hate, most hated, most hated was cool when Nick was doing that, but yeah. for the most part, like tough crowd, cool. Most hated, cool. He was out the league when he did it, though, so I don't really know if it... Nick. 
You know what I'm saying? Brandon Jennings, he was kind of like out the league when he like. Oh, yeah. When that Most popping. of the guys that start brands, though, like it's usually not cool. Not to like be a dick, but. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You know, it's hard. But, it's hard to balance, you know, building a really cool brand. But anyway, just a testament to Russ. He made, yeah, I'm scrolling he's made through, dope bro. clothes. I'm like trying to see when's the last one that didn't have Honor the Gift in it. Yeah, I was minute. on like Getty. Even when he was at like Fashion Week, he was wearing Honor the Gift. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Shout out to Russell Westbrook, bro. Rooting for Russell Westbrook, man. Rooting, Rooting for, for Russell for Westbrook. Uh, this is a Russell Westbrook positive podcast. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Russell Westbrook. Um, how do you feel about Russell Westbrook? How, he's, how, he's, how, how do you feel about dog? Because I feel like feel it's bad. like either we just both we just both we both rock with Russell Westbrook. I'm, that's what I like, yeah. man. I like to hear that. I can like say that like maybe like Russ isn't a perfect fit for the Lakers, but also say that the Lakers have like done him super dirty as well. How so? I mean, like the fans are hard. Every time he takes oh, a the shot, the whole horrible. the whole arena oh, wow. groans. You know what it is for me. I think it's tough when you when because the Los Angeles Lakers and people. I just think the whole city of Los Angeles. And I know I'm gonna hate get a lot of whatever. I feel like they lack culture. I feel like it's such a revolving door that they lack culture, and it shows like in their basketball team. Like they're always like looking for the next star. It's it just feels it just feels like Los Angeles is like a glorified microwave. Like they don't have the they don't have the patience to like sit. Build it through the drive. Like Golden State, how they did that. I'm like, yo, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, bro, the Lakers done had like 10 all-stars in the last 10 seasons and nothing's worked. I'm like, bro, y'all gotta y'all blew up. To LA Lakers like, yeah. fans are just spoiled. That's what I'm saying. I had a championship so long. team two, three years ago, and now there's only two people from that whole entire staff. Lakers fans just don't know Lakers. how to handle losing because they never lose. Yeah, it's, and that's I'm what it is saying. more it's than like anything. Spoiled, it's like having like a spoiled little kid who doesn't know how the, the concept Lakers of fans no. are spoiled little kids. Yeah, they don't understand the concept, the concept of no. It's like, dang. Yeah. You got to have some of those down years to get up. You feel me? But yeah, yeah either way, that's my, right. that's my Laker. That's my Laker rant. But yeah. yeah. Unfortunate to be honest. Um, yeah, I can't disagree. And also, yeah, they, they say lame stuff to Russ. He's from he's from Southern California. He's from LA. It's lame. I hope I hope that they I hope that they can trade him and he can go tear shit up somewhere else, you know. Cause he really would though. Like he, he really would. Really, I feel like people really don't think that, oh, Russell Westbrook. Bro, dude, Russell Russell Westbrook can make an O t- an okay team. Like Russell Westbrook can turn a 30 win team into a 45 win team. Yeah, like you see what he did I'm not with Washington. Sure. Like right. they got bounced out the first round, but right. he was hoping. Like I'm not sure Russ can turn a 50 win team into a 60 win team, but he yeah. can turn your 30 win team into a 46 win team. He's like a 50 win player, and that's like what his whole career has been, right? He's like goes into Which the first round, pretty damn out. good, first ballot Hall of Fame. I mean, one hundred percent. I think Russell Westbrook is. Mm, I don't know about most iconic, but I, I know he's he's he has had, which is actually a pretty decent hot take because Steph Curry is the only unanimous MVP. I think Russell Westbrook had the most iconic MVP season of like almost yes. any 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 like athlete that I really remember. Dude, better Even, like, than in Steph's the NFL, unanimous MVP season. Better. Which is weird because Steph is unanimous. Like not one single person was like, this guy is not it. Like Dude, Russell Westbrook, there was hella people. Double. That's what I'm saying. When Russell Westbrook won the MVP, there was hella people who were like, I don't and really know if he deserves it over James Harden. 
Bro, his Bro. second his second best player was fucking Steven Adams. All due respect, yeah, of course. Victor Oladipo hooping with you. All they're talking about is how you have no help. And you still go out there and get like 10, 11, 12 assists. And my, my problem with that is people who are like, oh, he's stat padding. He's trying to get assists. Bro, you know that like a scouting port is a thing. Like, you know, the other team is scouting and they're like, hey, let's not let Russell get these stats because that's going to get everybody else going. Yeah. And you got like grown men who get paid millions of dollars to stop you as a point guard and you're still going out there and getting 12, 13, 14 assists. And it was like, good what are you saying? Like, Dude, I remember that. Not- like, right. Crazy. Not to nerd out, but I remember way back then, like I think it was 538 did an article about like their, uh, basically Russell Westbrook was getting a lot of rebounds, obviously. And they did an article. And basically when Russ got rebounds, they were more likely to score on a possession after Russ got the rebound than if someone else mm-hmm. got the rebound. And basically the whole like justification or theory around it was that because when he gets the rebound, you know, like say Steven Adams or Oladipo gets the rebound. There's like yeah. a few seconds last when they look up the court, they pass it to Russ. You know what I mean? It yeah. slows things down a little bit. But when Russ is getting these rebounds and, you know, he plays like a human can of Red Bull, he was just shooting, jetting it up the court. So like yeah. him getting the rebounds, whether you want to call it stat padding or not, was for the betterment of them the winning basketball option. games. Like yeah. statistically speaking, they were more likely to score after he got a rebound. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Russell Westbrook hate. Yeah. Like, sick of it. Yeah. Like, I've never seen any player, like, more routinely have, like, their bad games talked about than he does. Like, Stephen Curry goes on shooting slumps all the time. Like, Steph Curry will go two weeks shooting, like, 25% from three. And it's, yeah. like, one, like, dumbass Bleacher Report tweet. I feel you. Yeah. And, it, and the Bleacher Report tweet will always be like, Steph Curry the past two weeks, 28% from three. Dwight Howard the past two weeks, 29% from three. Shut the fuck up. Just love basketball. <laughs> Just love basketball, dog. Just like enjoy the basketball. It's like no, nobody that watches basketball today actually likes basketball. That's a, that's a, that's a take. That's yeah, a take like right everyone there, just man. loves hating basketball. Everybody loves hating basketball. Yeah. It's, Put it's that on a t-shirt. I, I got fired up, dude. Jeez. Yeah, I know. I, didn't, I haven't seen you get that passionate about something in a minute. I know, just love basketball. Like, if y'all are going to watch this shit, just like it. Yeah. Like the players. It's so much more fun. I feel you on that. Also, it's tough yeah. being a, a third option, dog. Like, so many people who watch basketball, because you say what? People, a lot of people watch basketball, don't like basketball. I feel like yeah. people, a lot of people who watch basketball don't know basketball. It's really weird. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, bro, have y'all ever like played on a bass? Like, I really would love to know the percentage of people who like give their opinions. Even you, even people who did get you ever paid. play intramurals? Oh yeah. Even people who get paid on like huge to sports talk about it. to give their opinions. I'm like, bro, did you play like even like varsity basketball in high school? Do you understand the concept? Did you of play a role? college intramurals, my brother in Christ? I'm like, bro, what are we doing, bro? Like, y'all don't understand, like. The reason why Russell's av- like, bro, not even Russell. The reason why Kyle Kuzma goes from, do you remember when Kyle Kuzma first got drafted and it was him and yep. Lonzo Ball and everybody was talking about how like Lonzo Ball is not aggressive. They want him to be more like Kyle Kuzma. The reason yeah. for that is because Kyle Kuzma's job on that team was to just be a gunner. And then when you include LeBron, LeBron James on that yeah. roster who plays the same position as of him. Of course and then Kuz isn't going to score 19 Of course a game Kuz anymore. isn't going to get the same amount of looks. And then you bring in... Um, was he on that team with AD? Yeah, he was. It was Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Dwight, all these people, Kyle Kuzma, and they're just like, 
Kyle Kuzma sucks now. I'm like, bro, it was crazy though. Understand? Is Kuz still like, had the third most points per game on that team? As he should. He did his job, and then he, he goes did to his Washington. Job. And he's getting like 15 and 15. There's games where he's getting like That's his job there. That's his job. And like, bro, y'all act like these guys don't know what they're doing. Like, oh man, that's crazy. People are so just like... There's a lot of bad basketball minds in basketball. Even people that are like made bad, like decision makers for basketball teams and shit, dude. Like, like, there's like people on like NBA Reddit that could like run teams better than like certain GMs. I know that's like a crazy hot take I have. Yeah, that's pretty insane. There's like some really bad like general managers and team presidents and shit like that. And it's, I feel you because like in order to become one of those people, you got to kind of like have, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just reminds me of like the whole Magic Johnson thing. At one point, wasn't Magic Johnson like a general, wasn't he like the yeah. general manager of the Lakers or something like that? Bro, he was, what was he doing? Like he wasn't doing nothing. He was getting tampering fines. He didn't know his job. Right. But you, he, he, and then you see Magic Johnson tweet about basketball today, and you're like, oh my god, this guy ran the Lakers. Yeah, and he's like, tweeting. What? You know how like on 2K in my career, like my league or whatever, they have like the auto-generated tweets, the social media about t- you? Yeah, post. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like tweets that like developers wrote months ago, and they just put in your player's name into them. Like yeah. that's how Magic Johnson tweets about basketball. Exactly. And I'm like, man, this guy was the general manager of one yeah, of the most popular the sports franchises. Of dog. the biggest team in the NBA. So that's what I mean. Like, there's a lot of like... And I'm not yeah. even saying I'm a basketball expert because I'm not. There's so many people like Daryl Morey would wash me in, in a basketball conversation. But... Yeah. I'm not I saying... You, though. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't uh, Jeremy Grant, I called it out that he was going most improved. Um, I thought that was maybe it for him. Uh, I was wrong. Jeremy Grant is winning most improved and he's going to make the first team. Jeremy Grant puts a lot of effort into his clothes and I'll give him, I'll, I'll applaud him on that. I like that. Yeah. Joe's not I, sold. It's been, yeah, I'm not sold yet. I see the effort though because I've seen his look that he had. He had like the Prada shoes with like, was it like a like a kilt? I'm not sure. Something I think like they that. were shorts, but they had like a, a, a lower crotch. Okay, so it was like low crotch shorts. Dropped, yeah. like yeah. an open... Button sh- button up shirt, you feel me? But uh, yeah, obviously these looks are like he's like curating them for intrigue. You know, these aren't like oh, I think I look cool. It's like I think I look interesting, or maybe Dude, interesting is cool to him. Well, the thing but. is, so we thought that Jeremy might be cool this year because he was going to like the fashion. He went to New York Fashion Week. And he went to Paris Fashion Week, and you know he dressed cool at both of those. Yeah, um, and people's Fashion Week fits are generally different than what they actually wear on like a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, but he, he's wearing, he's dressing how he dressed in Paris and he's dressing how he dressed in New York. Yeah. Like he's about that, this shit and that's cool. That, yeah. That was the number one thing that I thought of to be honest. Now that you say that a couple of nights ago when he had the, the, like the low crotch pants or whatever with the open yeah. shirt. I was like, man, this looks like something you take photos in and like not walk in. But like here he is walking outside of a hotel with it on. And I'm just like, yeah. I I would wear that as like a statement. I don't know if I'd wear that to walk inside of a locker room. But he is. And like shout out to him. Like It's like when I wore fire. those dropped crotch uh, Rick Owens shorts when we took when we had the photo shoot at the OnlyFans house. The cloud couch. Yeah. Yeah. The cloud couch. Um, when I wore those drop crotch Rick shorts and I think I never wore them ever again after that. Really? I wouldn't doubt it. Those aren't like really yeah. functional. Right. But no, he's like walking around in it. Respect. It's like almost Terry Rozier level of functionality. 
Yeah, give me function. That should be the episode, uh, name of this episode. Give me function or give me death. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. I have one more point to ask about because I'm not sure exactly okay. how I feel. So I think I might just let you write the pod stance on this is like dressing appropriately for weather. Because one of the things I see all the time is guys dressing up in like what's like a cold city. Let's go with Milwaukee. Milwaukee and then the comments are like um it's 30 degrees in Milwaukee today and you know they're mm-hmm. dressed in like uh I don't know button down and shorts or a guy wearing a hoodie and a beanie in Florida and people are like um it's 87 degrees here um what are your opinions on dressing appropriately for the weather okay so my personal opinion is I do dress for the weather I feel like if you don't dress for the weather, you're trying too hard. And at the end of the day, it don't take all that. So to be honest, I feel like if you're dressing not according to what the actual conditions are, I feel more than anything, it speaks to like your lack of like versatility in your closet. Because if there's one thing that I don't like, I wouldn't know just because I have to keep the same energy of the whole give me function or give me death that I had this whole podcast episode. And if there's one thing that I don't really like, it's the people who are like, I can't wait till it starts getting a little colder. I'm finna throw that on. I'm finna, bro, put your bomber jacket and your H&M hoodie back in the closet. Give me different looks, bro. <laughs> you can't dress when it's hot outside. Come on, dog. Like, that's not, what are we doing? So that, that's my personal stance on it. Like, I dress, mm-hmm. I feel like I have enough pieces and I do a good enough job that like, if it's hot, I'm still stepping. If it's cold, I'm still stepping. So with that being said, I don't really feel the need to pivot. How do you feel about it? Um, I don't know. I think you just made such a compelling argument. There's no way I could ever disagree with you. Dress well, appropriately just, 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 for the weather. Just, okay, that's your personal opinion. Come on, dog. You yeah. be bending the rules like a mug. I know you be you the yeah. oddball. I know you. You know what's funny? It's the NASA's agrees with you. One time uh, last February, I tried to get him wear sandals with an outfit, and he's like, "It's 30 degrees out." I'm like, "You drive into a parking garage underneath the arena. You're actually not going to be outside at all." And he was like, "No." <laughs> And I was like, no, dude, just, just wear them. And he was like, no, he was like, it's cold out. And I was like, you're not going to go outside. I was like, your car is even attached to your building. You don't even have to, like, you're never going to go outside at any point. And he was like, no, I'm not wearing sandals. It's 30 degrees out. I was like, you know what? Respect. It's yeah. silly. It's silly. Otherwise. Yeah. Really? Like you couldn't plan better. And you, you and him are right. Like really? Like you woke up laid your outfit out and then it, you woke up the next morning it was raining and you couldn't pivot like that's kind of you didn't yeah. have like like is the whole thing about being cool and dressing is being able to go into your closet and pick something out in five minutes you know what I mean so if the mm-hmm. weather changes last second if you're really fashionable you'll be able to go look in your closet and be like oh it's alright I got this for this situation yeah I feel you it just it yeah. just feels like if you were to do that then I don't want to make blow this up more than it is but it just feels like you're the type of human being who like fails to adapt and you kind of have to like adapt to survive in life. So survival of the fitted. Wow. There's there's one place to end it. If there's one place to end it, it's the roll Uh, credits right now. One thing though, when it's 50 degrees out, you know, I'm going to go get my Chrome hearts. Shout out to the color purple dog. I almost watched that movie the other day on Netflix, but it was two and a half hours. And I don't think I want to see Whoopi Goldberg cry for over 180 minutes on my TV screen. So I had to go ahead and watch something else. Brethren. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. I do yes, want to sir. say that. Appreciate y'all for rocking with us for 106 episodes of us talking about craziness. But um, it's been real. All right, my boy. Be easy. Peace.
Whole squad posting looking like we on leaf fits. I'll drift first team this season. I'ma get it cause I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out, I get fly by.